All right, we're back for another episode with Grant Hardy. Your favorite guest. <laughs> I think you don't know why I say it like that because it, it's oh. a random story. But who was it? Maggie Gyllenhaal. I was like, if Maggie Gyllenhaal said your name, she'd be like, Grant Harvey. Only because I think it's the Harvey part in, in Dark Knight. She's always like, Harvey. Okay, but anyway, that's not that's not what's going on. What's up, Mike? How's yeah. your week? How are you doing? My week actually starts tomorrow because you know my week. I'm a weekend writer, so like I don't really work on the weekdays. Two the first, you know, Monday, Tuesday. So the week hasn't fully started, but basically, over the last seven days, I have mm-hmm. read some stories that have been fucking with me, some pop culture stuff. Oh my God, wait, it's Drew Barrymore's birthday today? Ah, happy birthday, Drew Barrymore. Okay, that's not what I want to talk about. <laughs> but, <laughs> so the first happy one... Happy birthday, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, happy birthday, Drew Barrymore. She is 48? Ooh, she does not look 48. Not that there is a look to 48, um, but she doesn't look it. Okay, but so first story that really shocked me, because I'm just going to fire through these, because these, these yeah, things, go for it. they're wild. The first one is... Euphoria star Angus Cloud is reportedly wanted by the California police for alleged hit and run. I don't know what an alleged That's hit and crazy. run is. That's crazy. Like, he allegedly hit and ran somebody? Or th- from what they're looking at, someone was allegedly hit hit, and ran on. You know what I mean? I don't know. If yeah. But, I think it's just for journalists to cover their butt yeah, so they, they say alleged. Because it's not... He, he was not convicted of it, so... We need to stop posting stories instantly if we don't know all the information, <laughs> says someone who does pop culture, right? Because <laughs> uh, I definitely would Such covered, a good point, though. I definitely would have covered this if it was my if I was working right now. But I'm not going to touch this because I like Angus St. Cloud. But he's the actor from Euphoria that plays... Uh, I can't even remember the character's name. Fez. Fezco. Mm. But who barely talks in a year... But yeah, he hit and ran somebody and they're looking for him. Like this is like when the when the shows become too real. Mm. Yeah. Because, is that something his character would do in that show? Well, he's like a drug dealer in the show. And so the um. cops are looking for him. But now, yeah, he freaking is on the run from the cops because he hit somebody or a pole or something. I don't know what he hit. I don't even look into it. Oh, this is That's story, crazy, man. It's a story on Andrew Tate, but we're going to fucking pass on that one because that dude looks like a meerkat and I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> he, looks, he looks like if Timon well, and Pumbaa... Well, but aren't had, meerkats cute? <laughs> no, hold on. He looks like if Timon and Pumbaa had sex. Oh. So had, like a Had a baby cat. and then dragged that baby from the jungle to Pride Rock. <laughs> That's what he looked like. I'm just not into him. It's because of mm. you know the things that he says. But so that's not we're not gonna talk about him. Yeah, he's he's very problematic. Rihanna turned 35 yesterday. That's not what I'll care about. Okay, the story that I really want to focus on that that's crazy really, really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Is Lucas Gage. So you remember uh in you you never seen Euphoria, right? No, that's on my list. Okay, but he was in White White Lotus. He's the guy that got his booty ate out. Remember he did by it? Murray Bartlett. Yeah, Murray Bartlett. <laughs> He's back eating ass. Uh, yeah. But he yeah he had his butt cheeks spread and he was eating the booty out. 
So, and then I think in the new show, you in the new season, season four, he gets peed on this character, uh, this actor, Lucas Gage. But Lucas Gage, interesting he, rules. He, I don't know if you can, can you, you can't see that. No, it's all blown out. That doesn't, yeah, you kind of see. But anyway, basically, what happens is I'll bring it up. Look, here's a picture of it. <laughs> Lucas Gage took some pictures with this uh, hair celebrity hairstylist named Chris Appleton, and it's just like one picture of them with their shirts off and they're in the water, and another picture of them on like a um, a four wheeler, and you know putting up peace signs or rock on signs or whatever. And the story that everyone is going with is that they're officially dating now. They're Instagram official. Oh. All for these pictures. They're not kissing. They're not holding hands. There's no, there's, there's no inclination of like affection other than just two guys hanging out. And I don't even think either one of these people have ever disclosed their sexuality at any at any point. And so, like, I was like, this is very interesting and weird. It's just a weird news story for me to see this popping up everywhere. That everyone's running with the story. They're Instagram official or dating just because they posted these pictures. Because like, you mean to tell me? If two men take intimate pictures, like they're really buddy buddy or close or have their shirts off, and it's like one or two or three pictures, and I guess they they commented on it, like one of the guys commented on it and said like stud or something, just just a regular, you know, they can you can just be giving them a compliment. Yeah, they're just yeah, just they, guys be dudes. Everyone's saying they're dating, and I'm like, and it's coming from credible news sources. Like I think even we covered it, but. I was like, we might have put an allegedly in front of it, but other people are just actually running for it, running with it as like concrete. And I'm like, that's crazy. Cause I feel like even you and I have taken pictures together with like arm in arm and stuff. So I'm like, is is a standard for like dating just taking a picture with someone of the same sex or opposite sex now? Like, this is wild. Because as a that is interesting. Yeah. As a bisexual man, I was like, shit. I was like, if that's if that's all it takes to be dating someone, I got a lot of motherfuckers that I ain't the relationships I need to tend to then. Cause I got a lot of <laughs> pictures with different people. And we be we be in other countries, we've been in other states, we've been shirts off, we've been in the water, we've been on SUV or uh, ATVs, we've been on all the same things that they're doing. And so like it just bothered me that we're in this we're in the stage now with social media. I don't maybe it was always like this, but I don't think so. I think it's getting worse where an actor two actors male female non-binary doesn't matter who they are the minute they take a picture together or take a picture where they're kind of separated remember ashton kutcher and um reese witherspoon took their photos for their movie and they were kind of spaced apart and everyone was like this is awkward he must be cheating on mila kunis because they're they're not standing next to each other i was like what just insane conclusions yeah jump to it's, yeah. I was like, what's going on with the world? I'm like, is Marjorie Taylor Greene in charge of everything now? <laughs> so, yeah. It Do you think this is like a consequence of late stage social media? What's that mean? Elaborate. I don't know. I just made it up right now. Like, basically, social media has been going on for so long that people now are just jumping to all sorts of conclusions. Maybe it's a media thing, actually. Maybe it's like a headline, buzz, click clickbait thing i will see i can say i can speak to that because i know i was very aware of the very first publication that put it out it was just jared mm. put it out first 
because like I've obviously got my mm. finger on this shit because it's my job. But and then all from just Jared, everybody hopped on it. And even if you look at everyone's stories, they're like, according to just Jared, uh, and I'm like, that's not because uh-uh. even when you click the just Jared article, they they just saying because of the pictures they're officially dating. They don't say because a best friend told someone. They don't say because they heard from an agent or a manager. They don't say because there's other inclinations of them dating. And there's been history of them like taking pictures or being seen together in SUVs making out like Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. They, there's none of that. They just they just jumped from it off of this picture. And because this one news publication said it first, everybody's running with that. And I'm like, this is wild. This is some Chinese spy balloon type shit. So I'm just <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's I know the pop culture world is not like everyone else doesn't give a fuck. Like I'm talking about this. No, but I think that does happen in other spaces too. Like like there's a there's a lack of due diligence, I think. Like even when I was writing a tech newsletter, like if somebody else published it who's credible, then you basically take what they're talking about and you can link to it and more or less run with it if yeah. you don't do your due diligence and and check your sources. Um, so there's a lot of people who make content about like the articles that are published from these big name publications, and then they provide commentary based on the facts that are listed there. They're not doing firsthand journalism themselves and, and checking the sources. So it's also yeah, that um happens. It's like an air too of like trying to out him because. If he's never disclosed his sexuality, they're like, this is his boyfriend. So they want to be like, is he going to say, no, this guy isn't my boyfriend, but like, I could have one. They're like, Interesting. Like, what, are you, what are you fishing for? Because he never, he never talked about his sexuality. So it is means, fishing. It's like begging for an answer. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's just not cute. And the reason why I think it also bothers me linking it to something that's just actually applicable to my life and probably other people's lives is I wonder people who have a different outlook on hollywood la uh the lifestyle that i might have um even like the career that i have people who kind of look at it as something very foreign i i wonder if they they have the same reactions like i wonder if people in my family look at my instagram and probably also jump to these wild conclusions too because this has happened i've had taken pictures with uh, like one of my friends female friend uh, I have heard I had like four, three or four pictures together, and they were like, "Oh, you guys definitely like each other. You guys like each other. Like you just don't know what you do." I was like, um, "I think we don't." And they're like, "Oh no, you guys do." I'm like, "Mom, I promise you, we don't, because we have been to Coachella like six times, and let me tell you now, if I'm going to Coachella, I was under every type of impairment <laughs> you could think of." And so, and still, and still, nothing has occurred. I was like, "We just, friends are just friends." I'm sorry to tell you, like it's that's just the way it is. Um, but yeah. people believe that because they're like, "No, you took multiple pictures together. You guys are you're posting them on your Instagram. If you post someone on your Instagram, that means you're in love with them, and that means you're together." And I'm like, "There is people who see things very clear cut like that. It's the people who do too much. Yeah, they're doing too much. So yeah, that's yeah." Me. How about you? What's what's going on in your corner? <laughs> Interesting. Well, you know, well, I always like to keep uh, abreast of what's going on in the war, uh, I mean, war in Ukraine, but mine. that's boring. <laughs> but that's pretty boring. So let's let's skip over that. I shouldn't. Um, laugh. I wasn't laughing at the war. I was laughing at what you said. 
No, I'm 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 fairly funny when I when I try. So I know I'm just saying. No one would blame you. I got self conscious. But I do follow this one newsletter. It's pretty cool. Um, that talks about future tech, and there's just a couple crazy things going on right now, Mike. That I just want to tell you about. Okay. okay. What is? So I'm just going to read you a couple headlines. Future tech is tech that impacts the future. Okay. I was the minute you said it, I was like, oh, like ray guns and like spaceships. Sometimes. Well, let me tell you this. Okay. Um, Self-assembling nanoparticles nope. could help scale solar energy harvesters. <laughs> Every <laughs> So you... apparently now we're going to use nanotech to make solar panels. Uh-uh. No, no, no. You said like 12 buzzwords for supervillains. Uh-uh. I heard nanotech, <laughs> nanobots, uh, solar energy, like... No, nah, these are all this yeah. like this sounds like Lex Luthor's shopping list. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, are you <laughs> all right? All right. Let me give you something. Let me give you something more down to earth then. How about robot vans could soon be delivering the groceries under law? Okay. Groceries and other goods could be delivered by robot vans to your door within months under plans by the law commission. Okay. So, so me... like there could be a legal framework for robo delivery vans. What are your thoughts? You know, my imagination goes wild. So when you first said it, I thought robo, I was like, robo vans. I love vans. I wear vans all the time. I was like, but what, how do you, what's it going to look like? Oh, that'd be sick, like this shoe. Yeah. I thought they were going to turn into like double yeah. gadget boots or something. But then I was like, no, nah, he meant vans like the car, right? Then yes. I was like, like, so like Transformers are going to be delivering our packages? <laughs> like, is it going to turn into like a person that be running down the street, down the freeway? Like, I got your package, Candace or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, that'd be sick. <laughs> Well, the, the, the little picture they have here is like, have you seen them? They're actually in LA. Those little like delivery robots that like, I don't like look em. like little Wally bots, but they're like a cooler. I don't like them. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you know how like in the Matrix where people like become kind of prejudiced towards machines and robots and like it kind of looks like, you know, real life prejudice. Yeah. I'm going to be one of them people. I'm going to be like, no, machines are not humans. You're a robo bigot. Yeah, I'm a robo bigot. Because I it just, I that little thing be riding down uh, Hollywood where I work, and I'll be like, uh uh, you better back up 10, get 20 feet away from me. I don't want, because I'm like, that. It, what if it just turns and gets angry and just kills everybody? It, I mean, it doesn't have any weapons. Yeah, that would, had, would be crazy. It just has some egg rolls inside of it, probably. But, like, <laughs> but you like, still I, don't know. I still don't know. Shit. Yeah. So no to that. All right. Well, let me let, let me give you something wholesome. Okay. okay. So there's now a research team in the Netherlands Sorry. that has 3D printed a robotic zebra finch, which is a bird, uh, in order to see which factors are important to when baby finches learn to sing. A 3D printed robot bird can teach chicks to sing, Mike. Hell, this is adorable. Hell no. The minute you said researchers in Switzerland somewhere, I already was like, this sounds shady as hell. Because it sounds like they researched some shit in a remote location that we don't know about. And I tried to tell everybody. They published it. We know about it. Okay, now we know. They're not telling us all of it, though, because they're just telling us they want to see how finches work and shit. Nobody cares about that. Don't, you know, calm down. You know how finches do shit. They making fake birds so they can spy on us. Because this is not the So that conspiracy of- that Birds aren't yeah, real. the TikTok conspiracy. Yeah, I, I told you. Wow. I try to tell people I was in Joshua Tree one time, just uh, you know, just walking around Joshua Tree like people do, and I was uh-huh. feeling good. And I was like, "These birds ain't real," because there was a bird sitting on top of a giant rock way up, and it never moved the whole time. Are I'm you like, sure it was a real bird and not another rock? 
No, it was a bird. It had wings. Everybody, everybody was with me. It was like, it's a bird, but we're like, it wasn't moving. We're like, it's definitely just a spy. Like, it's just, it's fake. And I was like, birds are not real. And then I saw another news story that they are using dead birds, uh, uh, like parts of dead birds, to create drones. So it can really like, and I was like, see, look, now you got fake finches flying in the sky. You got zombie birds flying in the sky. And, they, and you got Chinese spy balloons. This shit is crazy. Future, <laughs> All right, tech, needs to... future tech needs to slow the fuck down. God. Oh, it's only speeding up, man. Well, have you ever seen those like uh, those graphs of like the rate of technology changing? It's like yeah, exponential curve. Well, this is all right. Should we jump into this episode? Yeah, we're gonna talk about the Last of Us mean because why not if we're already talking about future tech and shit we need to get ready for a post-apocalyptic world because it's about to happen it's just not going to be with fungi and plants like this tv show it's going to be with robots and nanobots but that's yeah, true we're... we got to talk about the show and and if we would survive in yeah. a post-apocalyptic situation and i don't think we will or maybe we will who knows we gotta listen and find out Stay tuned. <laughs> next episode. We'll start the next episode. This episode just right after this. We finally got you to watch HBO Max a hundred years later, even though you're the one that owns it. <laughs> yeah, I had to kick off like four people in order. Yeah, to you watch kicked me own. off. Yeah. First of all, what? I mean, First of all, I did not know that you had it your own access to this we don't need to get into so that. i kicked you off before i knew uh, i kicked yeah. you off before i knew so it was still ruthless yeah that's funny i was like okay first Look. like bitch you kicked me off good luck you already seen the show but yeah we were sharing passwords whatever they're blocking everybody now so like it's it's a past thing but yeah we got you to watch last of us which is awesome because the show is really really fucking good and I'm surprised yeah. by that because video game movies and TV always suck a lot. So <laughs> is that still true? No, this is a good this is a good question. Is that still true? Because what about I heard the Sonic movie was really good. I, oh, I heard okay. Detective Pikachu was pretty good. All right. Good. All right. So let me, yeah, I'm I stand corrected. Lately, there have been some animated features that have done really well, but that's because they realize that like we can we can lean in to like the animation, the campiness and the, the cartoon aspect instead of trying to stem, mm. move away from that. Because remember when Sonic tried right. to move away from that and gave him teeth and shit, everyone was like, oh, hell no. it's He's ugly. Redo it. And I can't believe they actually redid it. Like, that was cool. So, yeah, I think Sonic yeah. and Detective Pikachu uh, were the start of video game movies kind of getting a, a, new, a new life. But those still had like animated characters in it. So I was nervous. Right, that's a good point. Last of Us, I was like, it's all live action. But I, I don't know, is it going to be good? Or is it going to be shit? But it was good. And I think that's probably uh, a, te- a testament to HBO. Yeah, definitely. I mean, not only is it good, it's like really good. Like to the point where they brought in, what, what did they say? I don't know if you watched the after credits stuff, but they had like, 5,000 of those like creature designs that, that pe- people made and they were inspired by the 
the video game and, and they brought in like these insane designers to make all this stuff like it's like really faithful to the source material i mean the guy who created the game is also one of the head writers on it that's awesome yes i do know that the it's i think yeah it's not even good as in just like it's a good show for a video game i think it's kind of up there with you know the other shows that hbo has been putting out like when you think of um way back when we were watching sopranos and the wire and you know these these shows that had such big life even after they were uh you know after they ended this show was getting up there you know with now with game of thrones and house of the dragon and white lotus these shows that have such big conversation where everybody's talking about did you see that scene or did you see this or this made me cry or this made my jaw drop i think it, it's in that conversation i'm like oh the nerd in me is like so happy I've been waiting for this transition <laughs> my whole life. Now we just need a Final Fantasy TV show on HBO Max, and I'm good. <laughs> That'll probably not I mean, happen. But if they need writers for that, we're right here. You know, gladly yeah. do it. Gladly yeah. fall. Let us do it. I, I think there's gonna be other games like it feels like a God of War and stuff like that. There's gonna there's other stuff coming out. Yeah. But, yeah. So just to say, the HBO is definitely stacked this motherfucker because we have. Uh, the main actors, Bella Ramsey mm-hmm. and Pedro Pascal, who's daddy. He's so fucking hot. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so no, he definitively, objectively. He really, yeah, he really is. But yeah, those two actors are both leading the show. And it's great because they were two of my favorite characters from uh, Game of Thrones. She was, or they were, not she. They were, um, what was the character? Liana Marmont? Liana Marmont? Yes. Marmont? Yes. yes. I was like, I got to just do it off the top of the head. I couldn't even look that up. But yes, that's who they were, Bella Ramsey. And then Pedro Pascal was, ooh, he was, he was my entry into Game of Thrones because the first episode somebody showed me, it was after, I mean, I can't say what I was doing, but just to say that things looked really weird and crazy uh <laughs> in, in this in life um <laughs> and like the, the world was already looking weird to me and everybody's like you should watch game of thrones and i was like do you think this is the thing we should do uh and so they turn on game of thrones and the first episode they turn on to me like this is this is just an easy scene to watch don't worry he's like Tyrion has get, gotten arrested and this guy is gonna fight for him and and i saw the guy and it was pedro pascal and i was like oh this is tight. He got the spear. Like he, he's fucking. He's awesome. And then, yeah, he got his face smashed in, and that shit. <laughs> like I can't believe I watched the show after that because that was the first episode I ever saw, and I was like tripping. So, <laughs> well, yeah. How do you go from that first encounter to being like, okay, yeah, this is the show I want to watch? Did was, you just think it was badass? <laughs> I was really against the show. You remember when we lived together? I was like. Every yeah. time you guys brought it up, I was like, no, fuck that. I want to watch this because I already knew what to expect of how it treats like people of color and like how the it's trying to stay true to like European standards. And I'm like, it's not even Europe. It's a fake world. So I was pissed off. But seeing that, I was like, the show visually is pretty. So I want to see the how visually beautiful it is. And I will say that, that that visual beauty beautification or you know great set design is like something that's common in hbo shows because how uh, last of us has that definitely 
it's like oh just, totally it's a beautiful show to look at on top of the storytelling being really good yeah what would you say to someone who like you know isn't familiar with the video game you know maybe they don't even watch hbo all that much like why why should they watch this show um because it takes a genre that is very simple and common like a zombies genre and kind of adds a an element to it that's like a little more practical it's like it's not an evil disease that was like created in the lab by some evil scientists that accidentally dropped it and now it's spread across the world because that seems silly you know like, like resident evil or, or something like or that or like yeah. the pandemic that we just got that we're in but <laughs> that's not believable <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> <I'm> <laughs> but uh it has to do with like plants and fun uh fungi fung- <laughs> um and yeah mushrooms and shit basically taking over the taking over people and turning them <laughs> into zombies and that's crazy because it reminds me of the happening remember that movie? Mm. but it's like the mm-hmm. better version it's like okay this is what he was trying to do and, that's such a good point yeah. yeah plants taking over basically basically yeah but they it just looked, yeah. looks cool because they look really creepy also what's the that book you read it also was a movie with oh um, um annihilation. annihilation that's another weird one with the other yeah. daddy <laughs> his mm. best friend uh what's his name who who is in that i don't other, i don't remember anyone except Natalie Portman. pedro's pascal's best friend what's his come on diego luna's in that no not diego luna it's the other oh i love him oh uh, hold on oscar isaac why can i was, I was oscar isaac yes yeah. oscar isaac other daddy the but recall I, was stalled yeah yeah, they're they're great. They need to play in a movie that's like Brokeback Mountain, yeah. fall in love and have rough gay sex. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Okay, uh, <laughs> you're like okay. what? But yes, in <laughs> Annihilation, they also kind of had the plants taking over people, and just the way it looks, like it's always scary because it's like how it's growing out of people's faces and stuff. But then it's also really pretty. Oh yeah. But yeah, The yeah. Last of Us does that, and so it just looks visually great. And it's a, it's easy to to pick up for people who haven't played the video game because it's it's yeah. just like a zombie show. Pretty much, I feel like it's like in a way, it's kind of HBO's answer to Walking Dead. I know yes. they wouldn't necessarily say that, but that's basically what it is. Pretty much, and also like The Road, the book The Road, or the movie The Road, if you've seen it or read it, it's like it's a yeah. it's the end of the world. Like it's a it's apocalyptic, post apocalyptic, but also zombie and yeah because it's got the plant zombies in there but there's also the human element and a lot of the show is and just like the game from what i remember yeah. is is humans interacting with humans and how do you set up civilization 20 years after it all falls apart and it's pretty you know, much different the Mandalorian ways that, that plays out plant zombies yeah well, well okay do, do you want to kind of explain the plot then um just very briefly about like the main characters and Main character is this really jaded dude who's really pissed off because when the zombies or the plant zombies first broke out, he tried to escape with his brother and his daughter, and his daughter got killed in the crossfire. Who was played by Thanos' daughter, by the way? Specifically, that's crazy. Yeah, you told me that right before this happened, and that was crazy. But specifically, they were killed, you know, by a military person who was given the order to kill them, even though they weren't sick. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because they just weren't. This is at the very beginning when they weren't sure who was infected or not. They were just killing everybody. 
which is something like honestly yeah. watching that i'm like i couldn't put it past i wouldn't put it past our actual government if they did something like that just saying because how oh, we yeah. handled the pandemic i'm like we would be acting crazy too if plants turn us into zombies but totally. yeah so that happens to him in the past and it jumps time jumps you know decade or so two decades i don't know later and now he's this really jaded disgruntled angry kind of dude who has a dark past which is why i said it's like the mandalorian because he pretty much is mm-hmm. just you know playing that kind of guy except he talks a lot more in this than he does in the mandalorian mm-hmm. um That's and true. him and his friend tess who's like his lover but like you know he's jaded now you know yeah i don't love nobody so he never really explicitly says it's his girlfriend but Tess, who's played right. by uh, Anna Torf, is that how you say her name? Uh, as far as I know, Anna yeah. Torf. Yeah, yeah, Anna Torf. But they they both are trying to get to his brother, who's like in another part of the country. But they need a battery for a truck to so they can drive a truck because you know everything is scarce. There's scarcity now with food yeah. and, and electricity and batteries and, and oil and all the stuff. So you know you got to do all these different trades and will and deal and there's quarantine zones that are run by the government which are really fucked up now because the government's like very like totalitarian now and yeah so totally just, militant it's, yeah it's fucked up so him him and his homie tess end up getting like wrapped into having this cargo which is a young girl um that could possibly save the world because of like she can't get infected uh like her, yeah. blood, her blood can't get infected so like that's the video game. That's the show. Like they, they didn't, they didn't yeah. go and completely flip it on its head. Which I think that's what saved it. Because in the past, yeah, when they'd be like, "Oh, it's a video game movie or a video game show," they'd be like, mm, "Let's do the Mario Brothers, but like, let's not make it exactly the same. Let's make the Goombas have small heads and big bodies." And I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, why did you change that? <laughs> they look even. They look weird still. It was a mess." So yeah, <laughs> but this one they were like they changing you? things just to change things. Yeah, they didn't change it that much in this one. It's pretty much very yeah. true to the source material, and I think that's what makes it good. But it, it's very yeah, good. and I think some of that comes from like Neil Druckmann, who you know made you know, made the game basically, and Craig Mazin working on it together, which is pretty cool. Yeah, like I like it, but I think what is re- really fucks with me is like. How, because in the video game, all these same stories that happen in each episode pretty much occur in the video game. Obviously, it's drawn out a lot more in the game because you're just walking around looking for fucking bandages and and scalpels to fucking make shivs all day. But the show goes a little faster. But each episode are what do they call it when it's like like one not a one off sequential? Um... No, like a pocket. Is it called like a pocket episode? I don't know. We should know. Oh, bottle episode. There we yes, go. Yes, bottle there episode we, when when it's like what single location. Yes. And, yeah. Okay. I should know this. I was totally like I got a degree in it. That's sad. But anyway, <laughs> once again, the recall. Last episode, I was like couldn't do English, and I have some other degree. Okay, it's a hot mess. But yeah, so they're like bottle episodes pretty much because each one has this has a theme for the most part. Some of them kind of draw on draw on to a next the next one, but for the most part, it'll mm. be one area that. Ellie and Joel, who are the main characters, they will land there and they or get there, arrive there, and then they have to deal with a situation. And it always has these themes that are real fucked up. Like it can be about loyalty, it can be about 
grief. It can be about love. It can be about, you know, survival or just betrayal. And it's like, I'm like, oh, I love the way they, they are telling it because it's each one kind of is separate of of, of each other. And it gives the, each of those actors that show up in each of those episodes like time to shine because it's like no one's overshadowing anybody. You, they did really good in this story. This other one did really good in this story. They all have their little parts. Yeah, that's true. Do we want to do we want to jump into a couple of the episodes like spoiler territory, basically, uh, and, and talk yeah. about some of those themes? Yeah, what were some like some of our favorites? Because I think I think I, the first one I want to start off with which was uh it had the two men in it the, they were gay uh bill and frank bill and yeah frank. played gay. by nick offerman and we love and marie bartlett two yeah two post-apocalyptic bears just living in bear <laughs> they were bears i said the same yeah, hey, I, was like, I was like, these are bears. Bear daddies just like yeah. living and doing their thing. But Nick Offerman play, he acts his ass off because he has a knack for yeah, playing good, good. like yeah, he has a knack for playing roles that are like that kind of conservative mountain man. Like he can he Yeah, a little, little more macho, a little more like you know, not letting a lot through. Yeah, more like can, a tough guy. He knows strong silent make, type, you know. Yes, he knows how to make that face. And so I, I, when got a, I mean saw it, a mean mug, when I saw it, I was like, oh, he's going, you know, he ain't going to, he's mean, he ain't got no heart, he's an asshole. But then he like, he has a love story with, with the other guy. What's his name? Uh, Frank or the actor's name, Murray? Murray Bartlett, Murray, right? Murray Bartlett, yeah. Yes, with Frank Murray Bartlett. He has a, a love story with him and it was just so touching because it was like I forgot for a whole second that this was a world with zombies in it because this was a one episode mm. that didn't have any clicker situation really in it. It was all uh, just them living in this like secluded like what like suburban neighborhood. Like yeah, it's supposed track. to be like suburban Boston and everyone in the town gets um, evacuated basically but he hides out in his bunker under his house because he's like a prepper and then yeah, he, he was essentially a, he was when everyone's yeah so when everyone's gone he then like irons out or like puts puts little iron fencing around the whole town and like sets booby traps everywhere and and that's when he runs into frank as he catches frank in one of his uh, traps yeah and that's what's heavy about this show is that the main characters they keep landing in these areas where they these are places where they almost could just stay stop there and and you know live but they can't yeah. because the main mission is to get her to this like militant rebel group that has like doctors and scientists so they can study her blood and stuff like that so they can find the cure so it's like no matter how right. many times they keep landing in these spots like with with bill and his and and like it's a it's a pl- great place to stay because it has security and everything. They have to move to yeah. the next place, and so that's that's right. what's also great for the storytelling. Because I'm just like, damn! Every time you think that like it could just it's supposed to just end here, like just just stop, don't go any further. Like they have to, and so that yeah, the story the story is like the engine behind the story is really strong in that yeah. way. Yeah, it's like the Oregon Trail yeah. I used to play back in the day. I'm like. <laughs> gotta keep going can't just because somebody got dysentery you can't stop you gotta you gotta get to the end <laughs> <laughs> so the the theme of that episode was 
was kind of like love conquering all in a way because you have this guy who basically didn't want the he didn't think that humanity was worth it like basically when everyone dies he was like happy i think he says that in the episode but then he meets someone um who is worth living for who he does fall in love with and they have a beautiful story together they obviously kind of dark ending yeah but but romantic it didn't end the best for them but at least they died together it kind of ended the best way it could honestly well all of this is spoilers now but yeah Yeah, this is fat spoilers um but it was that was one of my favorite episodes because i mean also just the gay love story like that and it's just told so nonchalantly it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like are you gay yes i am gay and that means that I love men and ticket it up the ass. Like it wasn't like it wasn't over the top and creating all intense. It was just like they started playing the one he starts playing the piano. He's like, I don't want to play the piano. And he's like, but play for me. And he plays. And then next thing you know, it just it just turned into some like it's romantic. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. I wish they fell for each other. I wish this was reality. It's not. <laughs> well, it could be. Minus hopefully the zombie apocalypse. I'm gonna keep every time I find a bear daddy, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna play the piano and be like, Are you the one? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But uh, so what, what's the next episode that, that that really resonated with you? Uh, the next one for me is definitely Endure and Survive. That was intense. Yeah. Um, I'm fucked up now that you even just said the name. Yeah, I don't even know if that's the episode name, but that's definitely the theme of the episode. I think it is. There's because they mm. these this one we're talking about in particular was one that was kind of spread out over two, right? Like two or three episodes. Yeah, because I guess that one because there's a first part to that episode where they land in Kansas City, and then the second part is like them getting out of Kansas City, basically. But it was an amazing episode for more than one reasons. But once again. Uh, really great characters introduced like adorable kid and his older brother and then yes actors lamar johnson who plays henry he's the older brother yeah they were in three episodes yeah there's was drawn out and then uh kayvon is i believe how you say his name woodard Mm -hmm. he plays his little brother sam and he's a little brother and he's also he's uh i believe he's deaf so he yeah can't, can't hear um and He's played in the actor, I believe, also is. So it's it. He saw, yeah. He, I think he does say that at the end credits, and he signs and talks. Yeah. Um, I think even some way. of the actors learned a little bit, like of some sign language, so they could communicate with them. And that, yeah. was, it was, man, that shit fucked me up. One, because obviously they're black guys, and I was watching. I was like, oh, it's just so hard to see this storyline be told, and like watch them have to deal with you know getting shot and stuff like that. But that's the it happens mm. in a video game so this is these are characters that are, it's directly translated from the game and oh that's interesting i i was wondering about that when i watched it but i never got that far in the game so so those characters are in it yeah it's a little different because the new addition to the show was this character named kathleen played by melanie linsky and like right. basically they're in it's in kansas right they're mm-hmm. at, they're in this quarantine zone, which was run by the like this fucked up mili- you know military. They actually overthrew that military and took over. Now the people did, and yeah. basically they anyone that was a collaborator with the mil- military has to die, or and then um anyone that was in the military also died. 
So they basically just let's 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 talk about that because like there was some controversy right on social media about Melanie's character. Um, yeah. And I have some thoughts about that in particular because, but I don't know if you want to queue up what exactly the controversy was. Yeah, I mean, it's weird to even call it a controversy, but I guess it was. Was that some people just haters basically haters saying that haters she didn't have the bad. body type or the appearance for this actress Melanie uh, Linsky didn't have the body type for this character because the character Kathleen is like in charge now. But the storyline is she's brother, a resistance leader. Yeah, right? her brother was the actual resistance yeah. leader. He was killed because the the guy Henry, the black guy who who we originally started talking about on this episode, he collaborated to get that that first resistance leader killed. So his sister, which is so yeah, yeah, it's so good because like he 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 does he only does that because his kid brother needs medicine, and so he turns in the leader of the resistance. To to basically save his brother and kills her brother. Which side would you be on? So what are the two sides? The side of brother versus brother or the side of like... Would you be a collaborator? Informer. Or would you you be part of the militant revolutionary group? Depends on if I'm a true believer in the cause. So if I'm a true believer in the cause, then I would not be a collaborator. But at the same time... There's like if if I literally had the option where it's like saving my brother versus like not versus my brother dying, it's a lot harder. I see. I, see. I know what your answer gonna be. I've been thinking about this a long time because like it wouldn't be the same situation. It wouldn't be plant zombies, but if good old white boys or whatever the hell they are, Republicans and Marjorie Taylor Greene or whoever takes over and George or Ron DeSantis. And they start killing all black people and the gay people. I'm always like, oh, I would never. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, would he give me up? <laughs> no, no. no. And so I'm always worried. I'm about sorry, that. Marla, but not even if Marla was sick. <laughs> no, yo, you're just like we all gonna die. No, yeah. I'm playing. But yeah, that's I, funny. I, I feel you. It it would be very much a hard decision, which makes the show so well well thought out because there's no good side or bad side collaborators. They have, it's not like they were just doing it for no reason. They weren't collaborating with the fucked up military for no reason. He was trying to save his brother. But then to do that, he kills her brother. So obviously Kathleen's vengeful. But now she's this leader of the group and people on the internet are saying, I don't believe that actress could be because she's just, she has a larger body type. And when I say larger body type, just like she just got some hips and like, that's it. Like it, yeah. It so something. let's break that down because that is complete BS. Like, first of all, visually, right? She's yeah. like the same size as Nick Offerman. So if Nick Offerman can live in this world, like, so can she. So first of all, that argument is irrelevant completely, just based on what the show's already shown us. Okay. Second of all, um, obviously, I knew like she is the sibling to the resistance leader. So if you're saying, oh, she couldn't be a resistance leader because she's not like tough enough or like anything like that, she inherited the role and they trust her because she is like, like basically the, the next closest thing they have to their fallen leader. Yeah. So of course you're going to fall in line and follow that person. But they, because I think someone show, even showed a picture like of Linda Hamilton from Terminator 2 and they're like, this would be more believable. I was like, how? That was no. She was working out in a in a air conditioned facility, like like that's why she's buff. Like 
No, yeah. that doesn't. It, it's. I don't think a resistance leader will look like that. I honestly truly believe we're underestimating the power that women and mothers will have. Uh, if a exactly if, what I was if, thinking. If the apocalypse will happen, I think if if we were if yeah. the world had ended and we and we have nothing left, if like power structures are completely dismantled and taken down, and you no longer have old decrepit turtles uh, running Kentucky or anything like that, then it would it, the people that would come in place of that would be basically mothers, doctors, teachers would probably be in charge because yeah, you're gonna follow the person that you most believe in, who yeah. you most believe can be a fair and just leader. Now that ended up not really working out for them yeah, in that she, situation. She tried. Uh, she tried, but yeah. Yeah, they all basically everybody got fucked up. But that yeah. the the vengeful part of her was all believable for me. Her her size, her mm-hmm. body type it was believable for me. Like I think the actress did a wonderful job. And so it's just stupid that that is something that we that will take us out of the out of believe in the show when yeah why is that the thing that suspends your disbelief when there's literal like mushroom head people running around like plant head (laughs) come on now like it's so stupid but so moving on from that the character that she was after henry and sam they there's a scene where you know like one of the brothers gets infected and then he has to kill his brother that shit. He like yeah. instantly shot him, though. I was like, "What? I don't know about that." If my brother instantly shot me and didn't even think about it, I'd be like, "I would come back as a ghost." Like, hold on, bitch. Wait a minute, you shot. No, I'm gonna correct you on that. He didn't instantly shoot him. So what went down was basically he takes the gun or he stop. He basically stops Joel from shooting him. Shoots the ground at Joel to get Joel to back off. Turns the gun on him. There's that split second though where he considers, but then. He leaps at uh, Bella's character again, and then he shoots him. So it's like instinct, but I know. Like but I'm saying, that's still too fast for me. I need my brother. I need to. <laughs> I need to let me get in one good bite before you shoot me. Like, because <laughs> she couldn't get infected. No you way. Take someone down with you. They were freaking out. Like she, nothing would happen to her if you bit her anyway. But the, yeah, he just instantly shot her. Pop out. I was like. <gasps> But it, he wasn't. It was sudden. I'm, it was yeah, sudden and it was dramatic. Sudden, but it, it, it just, was. It was fucked up. But it's it's so real about kind of like how he's trying to postpone cheap death because he caused mm-hmm. Kathleen's brother to be killed um, because he wanted to save his brother. And by keeping his brother, trying to save his brother, his brother ended up getting bit anyway, mm-hmm. infected. And now it's all that was for nothing. Everybody did. Yeah. I was like, I was like, damn, that whole uh, colony or you know quarantine zone got fucked up twice, three times. Yeah. So they got fucked up when the outbreak first happened. Then they got mm-hmm. fucked up when they killed all the military people. Then they got fucked up again when the people that killed the military people got killed by the zombies. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just because they were too busy hunting um, Sam and his brother, but yeah, they, they doing too much. Yeah, they 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 were ignoring the the. <laughs> horde of zombies underground which also okay look so this is funny that i feel like now that i'm thinking about it people kind of talk they kind of not they're not telling themselves but they kind of reveal there's not stupidity but what's happening in the story it's it's on it's all intentional because people go 
I look at her and like she's a leader, but like, is that believable? And we go, well, she is a great leader. But then at the same time, her brother was like benevolent, not benevolent, but like he was forgiving and he was like a, a, mm-hmm. a leader who respected people and wanted to save everyone. She's like, I'm not like him. So mm-hmm. she's she spends all her resources trying to hunt down this one man and the whole colony gets killed. So in the end, she right. wasn't, she was irrational to some degree. She was she was, yeah. she was ruthless, but she she had the wrong vision. So like, it, she wasn't that great of a leader. So when people say it's not believable, she has flaws, the character, yeah. not the actor. But so like it it's, I don't know. I think people put too much weight on characters and storylines when they see see way like, too much. Yeah, Do, doing way too much. I did think the one thing that was cool is that her like co-conspirator in the rebel group. The dude uh Jeffrey Pierce, he actually is one of the actors in the video game, right? Yeah, he's Tommy, he's the brother. He's yeah, the that's crazy. That plays the voice of him, which is cool because I'm like, hey, this voice actor getting like a real job. We can see him. He looks and I yeah. think that's true of the leader of the Fireflies as well, right? Who? Let me double check that. Um Marlene, the woman who plays Marlene. Really? I think she says that. I correct me if I'm wrong, Internet, but I think she says that um, in her interview in the beginning, at the end of the first episode, is she says that she played Marlene in the game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they were like, we don't know, we don't need nobody else. That's awesome. I'm trying to find her, she's only been in one episode so far. Just so what this like. Getting past like all the just fucking synopses with our little like anecdotes. Yeah. I think what this show, it like reminds me kind of just like of my life in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you feel I, that you're trying to endure and survive? I do. I feel like I'm trying, like I'm struggling. Like they, these motherfuckers had a whole zombies chasing after them and like no resources. And I have all the resources at my fingertips. Like I got like three Trader Joe's to choose from and like two Whole Foods. And I still be like struggling trying to figure out what to eat what to do i got do you think you could survive in a post-apocalyptic setting like this the way you said that it sounded like i I said it weird post-apocalyptic i was like what you about to eat something i thought it was gonna have the subtitles the bad bunny subtitles underneath it say speaking non-english um all right answer the question answer the question i do not think i would do you think you could survive no, not at all. Because I, I'm too evil for this shit. You wouldn't even have to. Really? Yeah, it'd be day one, and I'd already be like Negan from Walking Dead. They'd be like, they'd be like, you over here beating and killing people. This, this day one, I'm like, I just don't know. I don't trust nobody. To be honest with you, but I have. So a you plan. would, so you would go rogue right away. Yeah, I have a plan though. I would, yeah. I would. You gotta get you gotta get like three or four people, and you all have you all go to different places. One person go, one team goes to Costco, secure motherfucking Costco because it's a warehouse, it got food, everything in it, and it's big. That's true. Next person goes to Home Depot, and they go they go with a fucking U-Hauls, and they go and they stock up on all kinds of fucking supplies. And then the other person, third group, they go to the, to a fucking gun store, raid that motherfucker, get all them guns. And then, mm. and then another person can go like a, to another grocery store or somewhere like a fucking food for less or something like that. And then all convene back at that Costco, board that shit the motherfucker up, you good. 
you got food for, mm. for years and and rations and shit, and you got guns, and you be like, hey, anybody trying to come up in here, we're gonna snipe you. So maybe. But here's the thing: how many people are gonna go for those same? Like, I feel like what you gotta do is you gotta apply the same logic, but go to the places that is like the second or the third tier version of that. Oh like, yeah. Instead of Home Depot, What'd you go, go to Lowe's. <laughs> Why we do? Why we dragging Lowe's like instead of, instead of instead of Costco, go to Food for Less. Yeah, like, you, gotta, you know you, you gotta, gotta go step down. But I think if you had a full yeah. plan and you just had focus, because I would just be immediately focused. I've watched enough movies mm. now. That's my research. Um, what's his name in that movie where the the monsters like can hear things but they can't see? Quiet oh, place. um, quiet place. Yeah, yeah. The dad yeah. was like so fucking focused immediately, and I was like, "That's why he survived until he didn't." But he yeah, survived that's true. Like I'm like day one, I'm like, "Y'all don't freak out. Let's just let's go." The plant zombies, like, don't be scared by that. Let's just ignore that part. Get through it. In a way, we kind of lived through something similar at the very beginning of the pandemic. Pandemic. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. Um, but do you remember like? when everyone was buying toilet paper and there was lines out the door at all the grocery stores. I still I like don't understand the toilet paper. I think this was a panic that was started by the news. But what? When the news was saying, you better stock up on toilet paper. But what for what? <laughs> I was like, for, I don't, was that shitting was a part of, was a COVID thing? No, no, that was never part of it. Because me, I, I think was they like, just were saying that's the first thing that sells out. Uh, Maybe because they, they have a bad supply chain. I guess. I thought, I was like, maybe we need to buy the because maybe they're trying to tell us that, like, I'm going to have to eat cheese. <laughs> I was like, we're going to need some. <laughs> I'm going to shouldn't have to start. I guess eat the cheese now because that doesn't keep very well, <laughs> does it? Without refrigeration. No. I'm, I'm going to stay lactose intolerant until I die. Right, so, how about you? Would you survive? I feel like I have oh, an no. answer for this. You go, you give me your answer. There's no way. Do you remember when the pandemic started and I thought I was dying? I forgot all about that. Oh my god! I would be at home, freaking out, thinking I have the mushroom like all day. Yeah, he literally. Like, I would. I wouldn't have any plans. I would just be staying in, and I'd be like, "I have it. I have the mushroom. This is it. This is me turning into a monster, just perpetually for like forty-eight hours. And then by that point, all the good goods will be taken." everyone's out shooting everyone all the roads are closed like and then i'm just screwed that's what it happened you, to me you get like that a lot <laughs> i'll what, just say anxious that, and paranoid yeah i'll just say that I, one of my favorite stories don't worry this is this family friendly story but we went to let's do it we went to mom's bar remember that and we had we just had a couple drinks yes and me, you, and Kaylee, mm-hmm. and we, yeah, you know, we grown mm-hmm. ass man. We got a little saucy and had a good night. But the yeah. best part was the next morning. <laughs> when I thought I flushed my shirt down. T-shirt. And he's like, I flushed my t-shirt down the, <laughs> down the toilet. I think I flushed my shirt down the toilet. And we could not, we couldn't. I couldn't find it anywhere. We couldn't find it. And I, we just kept laughing so hard. It was just so, like, it was just too funny because it was like, if he did, how did he get it down there? Like, we, <laughs> is it about to blow up the pipes? Like, why? Why would you do that? And I was like, why is that the first thing you thought so, of? Like, why would you think that's what first of all? <laughs> first of all, like I remember going into the bathroom with the shirt, and I remember leaving the, or waking up in the next morning without the shirt. Yeah, so you took off your shirt. Naturally, I thought I 
<laughs> yeah, but I couldn't find it. It wasn't in my clothes. It wasn't in my hamper. It wasn't in, you know, well, it ended up being in the closet, tucked in the back on the floor. But yeah. Yeah, it was like right there. It's just that we weren't looking in there because we had already, you already planted in our brain that you might have flushed it down the toilet. I was like, that's just yeah. The only places it could have been was in the bathroom or in my dirty clothes, and it wasn't in either. But see, it's funny that I make fun of you for that situation because remember when I lost my car keys and I was like, Mm -hmm. for weeks, and I was like, I can't find them. I was like, I put them in like two spots. I don't understand how I'd ever lose them. Like. I, I never lose my keys. I always put them in the same spots. This doesn't make any sense. And I looked everywhere. Do you want to tell them where it was? Yeah. And then like four weeks later, I look in my shoes in the closet. It's just my keys sitting in my shoe. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. So. Because yeah, you really put your keys in your shoes, right? No, that was the first time I ever did that. Oh, I thought I thought for some reason at the time that was like your secret hiding spot. No, why would I have a secret hiding spot for my keys? And I lost them for three weeks and then like pretended like I couldn't find them. I remember distinctly having a conversation with you where you said, yes, it's smart to put your keys in your shoes because you know you have to wear them. You'll find them when you have to leave. Because you'll put your foot in the shoe and then they'll find the keys. I did. Wow. See... No, I don't. I don't think I normally do that. I think you're either smarter or dumber than you think you are. I don't know which one. (laughs) (laughs) You're either a genius or an idiot. I don't know which. I think I'm smarter than I. I'm smarter than I know I am. I think I think you're smarter. Yeah, you were so smart you forgot the genius plan that you (laughs) made for yourself. I should run for like president. Um, damn. Yeah, I think you have to be like forty years older (laughs) to do that. What do you mean? I need to be 35 when I'm the president. No, the presidents are like 80 plus these days. Oh, yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be a young. All the candidates. Young. But Barack yeah. Obama was young. Everybody loves a young. Yeah, everybody loves a young president. But yeah, moral of the story is we would not survive. No. We'd be dead. Do you feel that you have the tools equipped to survive in modern day Los Angeles? That's the real question. No, I do not. I'll be, yeah. no, because I'll be, I'll be fucking up. I'll be trying to save money and then like, I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll start saving tomorrow. Tonight, I'm getting two Postmates orders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and like, the audacity to Postmates something that's like four minutes away. So I'm like, I could just get mm. the car and pick it up. But I'm like, no, I want to add the extra $10 on because I don't want to walk. I guess your your time is worth $10 for five minutes. Yeah. So that makes your hourly rate, what, like $100? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. I need my piece. How about you? Yeah. Can you survive? Are you surviving in LA right now? How are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm... I, I I could survive. I could survive in LA right now, but uh, definitely not the post-apocalypse. That's for sure. I think we'll be okay because we can just rely on the government to have a quick, swift response and figure everything out. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> By the way, do you like in that show how like every time they're like, oh yeah, when the, when the virologists figure out what's going on, she's like, oh no, you need to bomb this city. You need to bomb everyone in it. <laughs> That's the only way you're going to survive. 
No, that was. And then they did that in like every city, basically. Yeah, it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> I guess they didn't realize that like it already was spreading too late. People were on planes and shit. Like it was already it was it was a wrap. Yeah. It never really explains like what the first person was, but I guess even the video game really didn't explain that. Um, they said kind of. They said it was basically in the food supply. There was maybe like some wheat or something, some grain that went bad, and the fungus was growing in it. And then someone who was working there got it and yeah, spread it to saying, other like, people. The, the, the fungus itself just evolved. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not any really like experiment happened to or anything it's just like over time which i'm like that fungus is real like it can't do that it can't do what it's doing in this, this show but it does do it to animal to insects yeah they based it on something yeah it grows on like have you seen those videos of, like the ants with like the plants growing out of its body and i the hate spiders that. growing that's out of horrifying its body. yeah it's it's like it looks just like the, this game and the show no i think it's it's very realistic what they what they're talking about if like a couple crazy mutations go down like yeah i could definitely see it i hate it all right well yeah one what... go ahead i'll try that again sorry no you go first what were you gonna say oh i was just gonna say one last thing that was really cool about the show that um lizzie brought up to me that i wasn't really thinking about is like it's not very often that there's a show with a male lead playing like essentially a caretaker role for a younger child. Usually that role, like that archetype kind of falls on like a, a female character. So it's kind of cool that there's a storyline where, you know, it's basically like a dad learning to how to be a better dad. <laughs> yeah. In a way. Yeah. They, it, that's this rare. I mean, it's like, there are some shows, but it's like it's very much shows how ill-equipped he is to be the mm-hmm. caretaker, like you know, like Californication or something. I don't know. I'm not in that show. I've never seen it, but I feel like he was a single dad. Uh, but there, well, yeah, there's a lot of like family shows about yeah. the dad being or shameless, kind of inept, but... <laughs> like this is a hot mess, right? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, this show it's like the dynamic is very interesting, and and that's what I love yeah. about. So uh, yeah, we're just. I'm definitely excited to stay tuned. And when it's over, I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. I mean, it doesn't matter because I don't have HBO Max anyway anymore because y'all has kicked everybody off. But <laughs> hey, I'm gonna cancel it this month after the show, basically. So yeah, yeah. I'm taking ending. everyone down with me. My world's ending. <laughs> Why? Um. Yeah. Calm down. You have you have access to it. Not the access I want. That's fair. 